Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. A Liberal MP has resigned from caucus over Chinese influence allegations. Yeah, Liberal MP Han Dong has just announced his resignation from the Liberal caucus. This came hours after Global's online investigative reporter Sam Cooper uncovered compelling new details regarding the Don Valley North MP at the center of Chinese influence allegations. Now, the allegations were brought forth by Cooper from Canadian intelligence sources indicating Dong privately advised a senior Chinese diplomat in February of 2021 that Beijing should hold off on freeing Michael Kovrig and Michael Spaver. Dong gave a speech in Parliament yesterday, pleading his innocence and saying he will continue to sit as an independent. Dong emphatically denied the allegations against him in remarks directed both to the House and the families of Kovrig and Spaver, who were detained in China for over three years on allegations of espionage. The Ontario government will table its budget today. Yeah, it's budget day in Ontario, and the finance minister says he's prepared a plan with targeted investments to ensure the province's economy stays resilient in the face of uncertainty. Now, one investment that won't be in the budget is a sick day program. Government sources have told the Canadian press that a program to give workers three paid sick days during the pandemic won't be renewed after it expires at the end of this month. The opposition NDP had pushed for the establishment of 10 permanent paid sick days, and leader Merritt Stiles says people should never be forced to go to work sick just to put food on the table. Finance Minister Peter Bethlenfaldi has been signaling in his budget will feature restraint after years of big spending on COVID-19 related programs, but has said that uh, that, that won't equal program cuts. Bethlen Falvey uh, says the budget will be a plan to attract jobs and build, uh, and the Prime Minister have unveiled two budget tidbits in the days leading up to today, including a manufacturing tax credit and funding to build and upgrade skills training centres. The U.S. President arrives in Canada today. Yeah, U.S. President Joe Biden arrives in Ottawa tonight on a whirlwind 24-hour visit, a significantly less elaborate itinerary than first envisioned in the Prime Minister's office. White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says this will be the first true in-person bilateral meeting between the two leaders in Canada since 2009. The first year of Biden's term focused on rebuilding Canada-U.S. relations following former President Donald Trump's divisive term in office, while Kirby says the second centered on meeting off obligations, including prioritizing orderly and safe migration through regular pathways. Kirby says as Biden heads into his third year, this visit is about taking stock of what has been done and what needs to be prioritized in the future. High on Canada's wish list will be frank talk on Buy American, the age-old protectionist doctrine erected or resurrected by every 21st century president short of uh, George W. Bush and one of Biden's favorite domestic political messages. Biden's visit will include an intimate gathering tonight with uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife. Tomorrow's agenda includes meetings with Trudeau, an address to Parliament, and a gala dinner at the Canadian Aviation and Space Museum. There is a major update to a uh, troubling stabbing that, stabbing that happened earlier this week in the downtown. Yeah, London police say an arrest has been made in connection with the apparent random stabbing earlier this week on Richmond Row. Police say it was around 2.30 Tuesday afternoon when a man allegedly entered the vehicle of a motorist waiting at a train crossing near Richmond and Piccadilly Streets 
stabbed him and then ran away. The major crime section is investigating the incident. Police say it's believed to be random. Police are expected to release more information today on charges laid. Anyone who has information about this case is asked to contact London police or Crime Stoppers. There's some good news to report over at the LHSC. Yeah, the LHSC says elective surgeries will resume today after dozens of procedures were cancelled yesterday and Wednesday. Officials say the cancellations were made out of an abundance of caution after the LHSC's medical device reprocessing team found light stains on surgical trays. The staining was found on the liner that sits below the trays used to hold surgical instruments. The LHSC officials say 148 elective surgeries and some other procedures were impacted. Officials say the staining originated from the steam system used to process surgical equipment at University Hospital. And Zellers makes its grand return today. Yeah, 10 years after it closed its doors, Zellers relaunches today inside select Hudson's Bay stores. Hudson's Bay Company said last week that Zellers relaunch will include kitchen and bath goods, furniture and home decor, toys and basic apparel. The Zellers department store was founded in 1931 and acquired by Hudson's Bay in 1978. Now, in 2011, Hudson's Bay Company announced plans to sell the majority of its remaining Zellers leases to Target, closing most stores by 2013. There will be nine Zellers locations in Ontario, one of which will be here in London at White Oaks Mall. There won't be a Zeller's Diner like the old stores had, however. They will have a food truck called the Zeller's Diner on Wheels. The food truck is scheduled to be in London tomorrow. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 752, Pope Stephen II was elected to succeed Pope Zacharias. Stephen died just two days later. In 1752, the Halifax Gazette, Canada's first newspaper, began publishing weekly. It lasted until 1766 when it was suspended for criticizing the Stamp Act and was replaced by the Nova Scotia Gazette. In 1893, the first Canadian club meeting was held in Hamilton. In 1903, the Wright brothers applied for a patent on their airplane. In 1929, Dr. Roger Bannister became the, uh, the, or was the, the first man to run a mile under four minutes was born. He died on March 3rd of 2018. In in 1949, royal assent was given to the North America Bill passed by the British Parliament for the Union of Canada and Newfoundland. It became Canada's 10th province eight days later. In 1964, the federal government endorsed the fluoridation of water to reduce tooth cavities. In 1973, the 20,000-ton freighter Anita disappeared without a trace in the Bermuda Triangle. In 1983, the first artificial heart transplant patient died. American doctor Barney Clark lived with the implant for 112 days. In 1994, Wayne Gretzky of the LA Kings scored his 802nd career regular season goal, overtaking Gordie Howe as the greatest goal scorer in NHL history. In 2002, Ernie Eves, former finance minister for Ontario, was elected to replace Premier Mike Harris as the Ontario Conservative Party leader. In 2010, U.S. President Barack Obama signed into a law a $940 billion landmark health care reform bill presiding over the biggest shift in U.S. domestic policy since the 1960s and capping a divisive year-long debate. In 2013, Pope Francis flew to the papal residence of Castel Gandolfo in Italy to meet with Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. The first known meeting between a current and former pope, Benedict resigned on February 28th, the first pope to step down in 600 years.
And on this day in 2020, the federal government rolled out $30 million for a ad campaign focused on social distancing and good personal hygiene to help fight COVID-19. Happy birthday to Pete, who turns 63 today. You share a birthday with Catherine Keener, who turns 64. George Fox is 63. Randall Park turns 49. Kerry Russell is 47. And Perez Hilton is 45.